Blog Talk Radio. Good afternoon, Whisperers. How are you doing? And hello and welcome to Whispers in the Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I'm your host, Sonia LeRae, Certified Lifestyle Relationship Counselor, Educator, Motivational Speaker. Welcome to our second episode. Oh my goodness. I am so excited and I so appreciate you all being here with me today. As you know, I like to start off every episode with a little housekeeping and to introduce our cocktail mocktail of the episode. So I hope you all got your recipes and I hope you're enjoying the easy peach lemonade. I'm having the mocktail version today, so I don't have the vodka, but Don't worry, I will be joining you all next week with a fabulous cocktail. So make sure you are registered on our VIP listing to receive your cocktail or your mocktail of the week. So visit our Instagram page at www.instagram.com slash whispers in a bottle underscore podcast. And you make sure you click And follow that link so you can get your cocktail or your mocktail. Fabulous. I would love to have you all. If you're interested in being one of our sponsors or advertising, please email Lindsay Miles at whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. I tell you, this is going to be exciting. We're going to have some new sponsors coming on soon, and you're going to love them as much as we do. Uh, You can find us on Instagram, as I stated at www.instagram.com slash whispersinabottle underscore podcast. If you'd like to join our fabulous Facebook group, go to www.facebook.com slash whisperinabottle. Now notice I didn't give you the S there. I said whisper, W-H-I-S-P-E-R-I-N. A-B-O-T-T-L-E. We're also on Twitter. You can find us at www.twitter.com slash capital W whispers bottle, B-O-T-T-L-E. It's always changing because of how you have to link in to different sites. So please follow us. We would love to have you. And we're always looking forward to growing our whispers family. And if you're interested in being a guest, or want to suggest a topic for discussion, email whispersinabottle at yahoo.com. And one last thing I want to remind you all, we're going to be launching a bi-monthly episode called Ask Sonia, which is kind of our updated version of the Dear Abby, which I know you all have great questions. I get them all the time, but this is your opportunity to possibly hear your question live on the radio with me. So you send your emails to whispersinabottle at yahoo.com with the subject line, Ask Sonia, and that's S-O-N-Y-A. Well, whispers, I hope you all have had a fabulous week. I know I certainly have. I've been so excited for today's episode because the topic is so charging right now. Am I needy in my relationship or ships? 
And if you want to get in on this conversation, feel free to call in. Our number here is 516-595-8091. Once again, that's 516-595-8091. So, has your partner ever accused you of being needy or clingy? Do you feel parts of your life uh, are kind of slipping by you or slipping away because you were just focused on your relationship? Or maybe you've lost friends or you don't have the friends you used to because everything surrounds your mate. Well, if that sounds like you, guess what? I'm going to give you a couple of signs and we're going to identify some markers and we're going to get some takeaways how we can change that behavior. So first and foremost, excuse me, you know, I love, love, love to start everything with a definition. And so needy means needing a lot of attention, affection, or emotional support. Once again, that word needy, it means needing a lot of attention, affection, or emotional support. So what are the, a few signs of you being needy? So number one is this, losing a sense of self. What I mean by that is that if you and your mate or your, or your spouse or your significant other um, seem, would, have, would have a breakup, you wouldn't know who you were without them, um, you wouldn't know what to do without them. You wouldn't know how to, you know, maneuver without this person in your life. This is a sure sign that you may be very needy and codependent on this person. If you're overreacting to things, that's number two. If your sp- spouse speaks to another person of a different sex, an opposite sex, and it sends you into a flurry of accusations, it may be time to start rethinking how close you all are. Because sometimes we have that one friend that, you know, she's always kind of side-eyeing you if you're laughing too hard with her, her significant other, and, or if he thinks that you're just hilarious or whatever, and it brings up all these emotions. And it leads into number three, which is the extreme jealousy. This is a very dangerous kind of slope to be on because there is such a thing as a healthy level of jealousy, which when you're in a relationship, you do have a healthy part of that because, you know, sometimes there's that little bit of you that's like, oh, wow, everybody's kind of like after my mate, but it's a good thing. It's kind of like reassures you of feeling like, okay, you know, At least I have someone that people feel is attractive and, you know, intelligent. And so it kind of draws you closer into the person. But an extreme jealousy is when um, after a while that it's like something that is more important to you that you're focused on the minuscule, minor details of things. Oh, well, you know what? What do you mean her perfume is nice? Or, Or what do you mean he looks nice in this? You know, that you're not able to give just a basic compliment to a person. So that leads us into number four, 
that you're never apart. I know so many people that say, well, you know, if my mate can't be with me, then there's no need for me to attend. Well, if you can't go to anything without your mate or you feel your mate needs to be with you at each and every event and function, you have all the same friends, you don't spend a moment apart, this is not a healthy behavior. Healthy relationships happen when two people are still able to maintain some level of independence because you don't want it to become that, you know, you see one, you see the other. It's almost like that Ike and Mike thing that they say, <laughs> you know, you'll hear like a lot of couples. I always think about there, there was a couple that was in the public eye and literally these two felt like they could not do anything without the other person. And it was even a matter of contention, even within their families, because when there was girls night or girls time, this person always had their mate or their mate had to be somewhere close within. It's a level of control as well, which is not a healthy thing because in our relationships, we should not be controlling each other. Um, you're afraid of um, moving too fast with people. So in turn that you are just kind of running ahead all the time and kind of running into the next person. So with that, you have to slow down a little bit because being needy is often a sign of low self-esteem. And I'm going to put a pin in that for a second. And we're going to come back to that conversation about that. Because what you may or may not realize where you say, I'm very needy in my relationship, may be a very huge sign that your self-esteem is very low. So like I said, hold on to that thought because we're going to, you know, get into that. But um, I had the great pleasure of speaking with a relationship psychologist, uh, Dr. Michael out of Chicago. And in speaking with him, he had stated, um, first and foremost, being in a needy relationship is something that you can get over, you can't get over in a single day, which is true. And a lot of people think like, oh, well, you know, if we break up, I, I just will move on. Well, a lot of times in that mindset, as he had brought out, why they feel that they have to move on so quickly is because they have not sat for a moment and they cannot even fathom not being with a person in their life. So in turn, they have to pick up with someone else quickly. Um, it's a deep-rooted behavior, and like any bad behavior, it takes a, a hard work and time to, you know, and determination to fix it. So just like anything else, I think of it like when I was speaking with um, Dr. Michael, I was speaking with him, and it was so great because as we were talking and he was saying this to me, I asked him, is it much like how when you think of people that are addicts that are having such difficulties breaking away from certain habits, is it kind of the same thing? And he said, it's so ironic you say that because I use that as an analogy because a lot of times with people that have this type of personality flaw, um, most individuals that show this particular habit are individuals that have um, gone through some sort of traumatic occurrence in their life, uh, be it from sexual assault, death of a loved one, um, parents not being affectionate, um, being pushed away. And so in turn, they kind of, that triggers them into this kind of 
needy aspects into their lives. And so also Dr. Michael was saying that when you work with people in um, a circumstance of this, of a needy type fit relationship, you have to also be careful of how you move them forward because then they become, um, it becomes more of a stigma inside of them of feeling that they have a lack or they're not able to do certain things or, you know, they have major issues and problems, which you don't ever want your person that you're in a relationship with to really feel like this. So this made me think about our earlier tip on having low self-esteem. So why I said I was going to put a pin in that and come back to that um, is because this is an important part of everything with regards to needy people. And even if you have friends that are dealing with this type of behavior or you witness it in people that are very close to you, you have to also realize that um, when you're insecure, you quickly attach yourself to your partner or to people in your life. Um, that person, you attach yourself so those people can boost your confidence and your self-esteem. And a lot of times when people are needy, they don't realize that they attach themselves to people that actually are triggering certain aspects of that lack of self-confidence because that person who has more of the power keeps them kind of roped to that debilitating um, type of personality and feeling. And that makes them um, feel like they're validated because they're in a relationship that a person is showing such intense interest in them. So this often leads to moving too fast sexually or saying you love a person within just a matter of days or a week, even causing some to move in with the other person. Or worse yet, you ever see the couples that have only been dating each other for a matter of a month and they get married? Oh, my word. I tell you, that blows my mind every time. And then later on, a little bit down the road, as they get to know their mate or get to know the person that they were so in love with, they realize that they're actually not really the person they should be with. But because of that needy type of personality, they'll never break free of them or go on and move forward to have a healthy relationship with what they really need to build those building blocks. So with that being stated, how can you, what can you do and how can you go about changing all these different habits? Or can you change the habit? That, that could be a real good questionnaire is, can you change these habits? Well, of course you can, because every habit can be changed. It's just like when people decide to get healthy, they change the way that they eat. Just like when people decide that they are going to work on their positivity, they start giving themselves positive affirmations. They start giving themselves the ability to think forward and not behind. It's the same difference that we go through in relationships that keep us the momentum, that trajectory, and our eye focused on our well-being. So how do we do this? Well, one is this. We work on healthy communication. What did I just say? Yeah, I just said that. Mm -hmm. We work on healthy communication. So good communication is the backbone of a great relationship. Have you ever noticed people that have been married for years and you go up to them and you talk to them and you say, what is 
exactly did you, how have you all made it all these years? You've been married 50 years and they'll start laughing and they'll tell you, well, you know, it takes great communication and also being able to listen to one another. It's how couples learn to work as teams. You know, that's the thing. This is your partnership. This is your teammate. And it resolves arguments in a healthy manner because, see, you're communicating in a healthy way. You're telling that person what you need from them. They're telling you what they need from you. So now you're on a 50-50 street here. Wow, that's dynamic. And that's what people need. They need that dynamic in their life of that communication. And they get to know one another on a deeper level. You ever notice people that dated for a while, but they literally just only talked to each other over the phone? They weren't in the same area, and they had such a deep connection because they spent time on the phone. They talked to each other. They laughed about certain things. They got to know uh, a deeper element each other. They let their guards down because it was that line of communication that they were doing. And good communication is a key element that is needed to build real and lasting relationships, not superficial relationships. Oh, yes, I did say that. Superficial. Because there's a difference. Lasting relationships are not superficial. You can marry someone for their looks, but guess what? After a while, age, life, it all happens. Our looks change. And you may be surprised with the person that you have that you walk through the rest of your life with. does not look like the person that you married. But because you have the quality of the person that you built that relationship with, it doesn't matter what they look like because you know them from inside. So the second one would be get to know you. This is such an important factor for me as I tell clients because I need people to really take the time to really get to know themselves and know their worth, what you need in your relationship that will make you feel whole and valued. This is such an element of importance. When you know you, you can actually move and you can kind of flow differently because you know what you need and what you are requiring of someone to be a part of your life. And by the way, and if you ever hear someone say that this person completes me, I'm going to tell you right now, you need to back up and walk away because if that person is completing you, that means that you really didn't have anything that you were bringing to the table. And this is a sure sign that you are needy in your relationship. So don't allow your identity to be blurred by what what or need of being in a relationship. And that's a lot of times what happens. A lot of times people start to blur the lines, you know, because they're so not focused on who they are or knowing who they are that they forget and they lose parts of themselves. I always tell you guys, and you've been on here on my lives for a long time, and if you're a new listener, you're getting to know me. So I'm going to say this to you, but you'll hear it often Um, words of wisdom that I receive from family members, my mother, um, my grandmother, different people that have really touched my life. 
Um, my mom always was a firm believer that, and she always told me that if you ever lose yourself, it is the hardest thing to get back. And it's the element that is so dynamic in keeping you who you are. And I always have appreciated that because one thing, she has always celebrated my uniqueness. And I, as a person of being an artist and being a person who is in this business for so many years, have appreciated because it's given me a different way of viewing things and what I bring to the table. And that's what's that element of knowing yourself. The third thing is you need to take time away from your partner. Did you hear that? You need to take time away for, from your partner. So that, that's meaning every so often you need to like get out, go have lunch with your girlfriend, go have lunch with yourself, take yourself to a spa. You know, let him go and play basketball with his buddies or football with his friends. Maybe he's got a book club that he loves. Hey, let him go and be with himself, his friends. You need to do the same thing. It doesn't mean that this is a deal breaker and that you all don't love each other because you do. You love each other enough to give each other space that you all can still be you and still come back to the table and be a benefit to each other. That is what is real love. That's a real love and that's a real relationship. And you need to know that you can have you time and that they can have their time, which makes it for a healthy time together. (laughs) You like how I did that? (laughs) Yes, I put all that together to tell you. It's healthy to have a moment just for you. It's nothing wrong with it. It is not a fault. There is no stigma to it. It means that you are able to be yourself and he is able to be his self and you guys come back together and you have a beautiful connection. The fourth thing is work on you. I came back around and did it again. You notice I do some things that you guys will catch because there's a certain importance to it. And you notice you cannot be without a relationship or if you notice that you're a serial dater, meaning before the person is um, exited out your life, you have a new one that has entered your life. Well, guess what? You need time to like heal. You need a moment to kind of focus on what didn't really work. Or what was exactly going on in my mind and my heart at that time? You have to take the second to process these things. Stop running so quickly into the next relationship. Because if you take time to work on you, I guarantee you when that person or that person that is the right person for you comes into your life, you'll be ready for them. You won't be jaded. (laughs) And we will get on that topic one day because I will tell you, being jaded is something that a lot of people go into relationships. They carry their past relationship into the present relationship, and it's terrible. So in turn, we have to also go into number four, do not social stalk your partner. What? I know all of us know somebody who has socially stalked their mate or their partner or has been looking over their shoulder, 
or follows them with a, a, a dummy account, don't do that in any way whatsoever. So in closing, don't let neediness ruin a good thing in your relationship. Your spouse deserves your trust and you deserve to be happy, um, healthy, confident in your relationship. Your spouse deserves your trust and and the freedom to have a healthy social life without you always being by their side, just as you deserve to have a happy, healthy social life. Letting go also helps you to live a happier and meaningful life and relationship because as you develop that confidence, you will see that your confidence grows in your relationship. And by doing this, you'll improve your mental health, outlook on life, and you'll banish those needy tendencies for good. And always, as I tell people, if you need help, to really get your life and your course on the right pathway. There is never any harm in seeking professional help. Um, If you would like to work with on your relationship or build self-confidence, feel free to visit our website at www.lapaz, that's L-A-P-A-Z, Image Consultants, So that's L-A-P-A-Z-I-M-A-G-E, consultants, C-O-N-S-U-L-T-A-N-T-S dot com. And book yourself a 30-minute free consultation to build your ideal session and to really help you to build the building blocks to a successful relationship. You just don't owe it to your mate. You owe that to yourself. So I hope that you've enjoyed our conversation. It goes by so quick. I know. It seems like we just sit down. We're just getting good on our cocktail, sipping on it, and it's like the conversation comes up too fast. Let me ask you, did you want us to go longer? Do you want our sessions to be longer? If so, email us. Talk to us. Let us know. If you have an opinion on the conversation that we have, and you always get a link prior to the actual show. If you have something that you want us to bring out, feel free to email it to us. We definitely will bring it to our whisperers and let them hear your feedback. Um, Matter of fact, we got a message in right now from one of our great listeners that says that I find myself to be in needy relationships a lot of times. I feel that my partner is everything to me. Does that make me needy because I do want to spend all the time with him because I love him so much? Or is it that maybe I just have different focus at the time and I don't feel that all the other things are necessary? Actually, you kind of answered your own question that, yes, you are being needy in your relationship, especially when you seem to exit out everybody else. And the only thing you have is tunnel vision for this person. Um, it's a time and a place like the honeymoon stage, as they say, in a relationship, you know, that a lot of times new couples, of course, they want to spend a lot of time with each other. They're getting to know each other. They really enjoy each other and all. But then it comes to a point where it's just overwhelming. 
especially when the person is kind of like, oh, well, you know what, I can't make it tonight, um, but I'll give you a call, call later and we'll do something later in the week. If you notice that your mate is starting to do that with you, you may be really heading down that pathway of being in a needy relationship. So I hope I've answered your questions. I hope you've enjoyed our discussions today. But um, make sure that you tune in next week because we are going to discuss the new pandemic of 2020, imposter syndrome. So my name is Sonia Loray. I am your host of Whispers in a Bottle, Grown Talk Cocktail Fridays. I hope you all have a fabulous weekend. Always remain safe. Be conscious of how you do things. And remember, there's always a listening ear for you. Have a great weekend, Whispers. Take care. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.